0: So, last week, I saw the most interesting piece of news online. Apparently, a same-sex couple was celebrating the world's first anal birth after successful rectal ovary transplant. Or at least that's what the headline was. And honestly, goodness my, I find it a bit hard to believe. Because if, if you have the ovaries like up your ass like, and the baby comes out through your anus, does that mean that the baby by default is is a piece of shit like i don't know uh if if that kid is talking about the parents and then decides to dive into how he was born does he just shorten it to shit happened like i have so many questions like how did the pregnancy occur like because the rectum is like at the back did it like sort of grow towards the ass and replace where the ass is and if it did which butt cheek was it and Say if they wanted twins, would that mean that it would be one for each butt chicken shit like I have so many questions ready for the with and- If 2020 is giving us interesting news all of a sudden I think this one takes the cake the LGBT community must have probably been happy they must have been very receiving of it because oh it's a plus for the LGBTQIAP society blah 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 but anyways uh to sort of kill your bubble the story was fake it was debunked as fake it was it was a story that was sort of moving around and it it was debunked as fake because you know even from an anatomical perspective it doesn't make sense it's nearly impossible to perform such a surgery i don't think that it would happen Even in real life. And anyways, instead of doing all of this, just get a fucking surrogate mother or some shit. Just get a surrogate mother if you want a kid so badly and you're in a gay relationship. But anyways, we have a podcast to do and this is the final episode of season 4. So we might as well do this properly. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man that does not believe in anal birth. He is a man that has been struggling to find the A spot but the G spot is just close by so he's probably close enough to there as is and he is a man that still wonders why the chicken crossed the road yet KFC is always on the better side of town. It is none other than I, your man, your host, your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly roundup of love, sex and relationship stories and topics and shit and it's it's unfortunate but it is pretty interesting we are at the end of season 4 48 episodes have happened since its inception since it turned a year old and my word we are about to clock 50 episodes in a single series like damn like it's actually kind of mad considering that most people don't go past 14 episodes an entire podcast i'm i'm very grateful for all of you that have been giving me the support whether it's on social media whether it's it's in person the people that send me the encouraging messages the people that bring in the topics from Tuna Willow to, to Zinde to the people that continue to share and repost the content that we have on our social media handle at break time on west side such as shaka from on the same boat podcast like i have mad respect for you guys you guys are a big part of the reason why we're here and we do what we do or at least i do what i do and i'm continuing to do it for you guys and as usual for those of you all that don't do it it's not too late if you have any topics if you have any feedback if you have anything you want to say to the podcast to me as a part of the podcast on instagram it is at break time on west site on facebook it is also at break time on west site and on twitter if you want to hit my personal dms it is at bagaka the d the b and the d are capital and last but definitely not least i do want to make sure i give a huge shout out a huge piece of respect a huge load of love to every single person that listens to this podcast that shares it that reposts it i may not have mentioned you along the earlier names of people, but each and every one of you that have given back love, that have shared, that have told someone about the podcast and told them to tell someone else about the podcast, I appreciate you as well. Anyways, that being said, I might as well get onto the podcast. And before I do get to the main topic, I do need to kind of go back to the LGBTQIAP Society, because that's the full abbreviation, or LGBTQ or LGBT. Now y'all, or at least people from that community have been making news this past week because there's some shit that I just don't entirely understand with some of y'all, because fine, like there was the whole anal birth thing which was fake. But you guys have some very interesting stories. Take for example, this that I had seen while I was busy scrolling through IG, where a mother who realized she was gay at the same time as her husband came out as transgender, says they're happier than ever as a lesbian couple like how in the world does this factor in the normal news like i know news is boring because there's politics and someone's complaining about something but this is some of the weirdest shit ever on top of that because their experience was found to be so inspirational to their kids in some sense their eldest son Morgan chose to become his true authentic self and he came out as gay two years later like this is probably one of the weirdest things I've seen or at least that I've read and considering that I'm someone who used to read weird news on a weekly while I was still doing campus radio like that's saying a lot like I've I've dealt with all sorts of weird cases from niggas having their dicks being caught inside weights A brother and a sister wanting to get married. Like, I kid you not, this is probably the weirdest shit I've read. And I honestly find it odd how it is that people from the LGBTQ community call their lives normal instead of extraordinary because their shit is next level weird and just not normal. So, like, take for example, I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me about this story about a certain woman who had gone for a sex change and after going through that whole sex change and everything she comes out male and then she decides to come out as gay like it just it just boggled my mind because think about it like this you are a shorty you are straight shorty and you are interested in men and that's okay It was, there was nothing wrong with that that's perfectly fine that's as normal as heterosexuality goes but you decide you know what no i wanna be a man and you decide to go and get yourself a dick and once you get yourself a dick in the process we're expecting you to make like a change or some shit. but you decide you know what no i'm going to go after men instead like you've automatically just made your life so much worse because you decided to go after men like you're in a country that is not pro lgbt and you just happen to do that because love is love. Like, I find some people to be incredibly interesting. But anyways, I need to get on to today's topic and I don't intend on spending half the podcast just discussing a bunch of people who've made some very interesting decisions. Now, I was on the internet not too long ago and there was this statement that I sort of saw. It was It, it was sort of like a quoted statement that someone had said. And that person said, my dad married my mom when he was in his late twenties and she was a teenager. Does that mean that he's a predator? Yes. And I sort of stopped for a second and I was I was sort of apprehensive because I was like, Your honor, I I object. Like there's an issue with this. And you know, as usual, I'm like, what? What's the reason? And the thing is, one, you haven't given us the age. Fine, yes. Late twenties could be what? 27, 28, 29? and teenager can be anything from 13 to 19 now if she was 18 is that him being a predator legally speaking no not really if she was 19 is he a predator legally speaking no not really if she's 17 and below or if she was 17 and below when she was being married off then yes it does make sense but here's my issue here's my big issue a lot of people were in like a lot of comment sections busy talking about this shit and they were busy talking about why are so many more men going after young women slash children and they're the age of 25 plus and it's like they're going for like a 17 18 19 year old and my question is what's the problem like if they're 18 and above what's the problem because this isn't the first time that i've heard of this whole predator talk and it's someone who went for someone else who was above the age of 18. I spoke on a Tweet Street episode not too long ago. I think it was about two episodes ago, where someone had been talking about increasing the consent age from 18 to around 22 or 23. And the thing is, well, it's it's pretty much the same exact problem. People are having an issue with the whole age gap thing. They think a 28-year-old and an 18-year-old shouldn't be together because apparently one of them's a predator and normally they expect that the 28 year old is gonna be a guy and the 18 year old is gonna be a girl well newsflash guys go through that shit too and some of us have gone for fairly older women than the typical 18 19 20 year olds hell i don't think i'd have a problem if i was 19 and i went for someone who's like 30 Provided that I liked the experience, I probably wouldn't give too much of a damn. Yes, maybe the person who's 30 might have an issue because, you know, you probably should be married with some kids and shit. Or at least, you know, you should be looking for different things. But, you know, if you just so happen to be attracted to me as an 18, 19 year old, then I don't see any problem with it. But anyways, that being said, like people have had this big ass issue with the age difference thing and... A lot of people have sort of come to the defense, so someone mentioned that Jonathan Ross had married his wife when he was 28 and she was 18, uh, back in like 1988, and they were like, oh, they're happily married and they're good. And the thing is, I didn't even care about whether people are happily married or not. Like it's not a big issue. I don't see why people make such a big issue over something so tiny. Because a lot of people have come using the whole predator story on a lot of people because they are older and they have gone to hit on someone that is in their teens. Hell, maybe even their late teens. And I think a lot of women usually fail to understand some of the issues that us guys go through. Because let me lay it out like this. You're a guy, you're in your 20s, you go and you spot a babe that looks like she has assets to make a man drop. Take for example me i'm a man who has a sickness for the thickness i like my shorties thick, like that is my preference the thicker the better for me so i spot a babe and she's super thick and i'm like what say assuming that i'm say 27 28 29 i see a fine babe that's thick we're probably out it's probably an event or we're at the club or something and i go and i hit on her and i managed to hit that and obviously because she managed to check into a club she was probably over the age of 18, but I find out that she's either 18 or 19. Does that mean that I'm a predator for wanting someone because I looked and I saw the door thick? It's like we're expected to know someone's age, yet at the same time, us guys are apparently not supposed to ask a woman her age because it's it's rude and disrespectful. Like I've never understood the logic behind a lot of this because. If the 18-year-old would probably go to the media and be like, oh, there was this 27-year-old guy that came on to me, say she rejected me or some shit, then I'd be looked at as a predator. But the question is, how would I know? Sure has got the assets. Sure he looks like a grown woman. And I kid you not, this is actually something that exists. Uh, a couple of years back, I asked my best friend to come over to my church back in the day before like COVID went and stopped church and shit. It was, it was, it was a bunch of years back. So I introduced him to a pal of mine. This babe was super fine, properly thick and everything. And it was a simple hi-hi, so I turn him around and I make him face her again while she's already walked away and shit. And I'm like, guess her age. Nigga looked at this babe and was like, yo, like shorty talks mature, shorty is thick and everything. I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that she's like 25, 26. I wouldn't be surprised if she was looking for a husband. And yo, for that, I'd probably not mind throwing down the ring. And I actually pulled him and I was like, bruh, like this shorty's just turned 17. Like I kid you not. And the man was surprised. Like the both of us were about 19 at the time. No, I was 19 and he was just turning 20. And the guy was like, yo, that's a lie. And all of a sudden it's like, this guy was suddenly surprised because he didn't expect that and that's the same shit that happens with us guys because we can't exactly know someone's age sort of the same way women can with women it's probably a little bit easier because there's not that many guys that have a lot of facial hair when they're in their teens and the older you get you can see the facial hair marks the bumps on like the bottom part of a nigger's face to show that they've had a beard or some shit or you'll find them with a fully grown beard so it would make sense but with guys it's a lot harder and honestly i think a lot of women a lot of pro lgbtq people a lot of feminists a lot of social justice warriors and shit they usually look at this and they're like it's predatory and they don't understand that context They probably also fail to understand the context that when someone has clocked the age of 18, by the time someone is getting their national identification, by the time they're being recognized as a civilian who will do things of their own account, can pretty much sign their own checks and handle their own bills, like they can pretty much make most of the decisions for themselves and because they fail to realize that they will continue talking about how an 18 year old girl's mind is pure blah 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 an 18 year old person 19 year old person is pure and they can be groomed and molded the way this person wants them and it's predatory But at the same time, I'm like, between the ages of 14 and 19, I was probably finding out the dirtiest, most adultish content. So I probably know a thing or two and my mind isn't that pure. So I can probably make most decisions on my own. When I was 14, I think I viewed more adult content than I am right now. So I don't see why it is that that becomes such a big issue. Like if they have their own legal ability to choose, I don't see why it's a problem and most people will look at it and they'll just make it an age gap issue and the thing is here there's a difference between the legal outlook of it and the moral outlook of it because legally speaking if you're 18 you can pretty much make those decisions for yourself if it was a 17 16 15 14 13 year old help even though it went back that would have been an issue that i would heavily condemn but by the time they clock 18 the minute they get their identification their national identification the minute they can sign their own contracts and checks i leave them to their own devices because at that point they're legally within their own rights to choose whether they want to do it or not they haven't been put into that relationship via gunpoint or some shit and i think that's what most people fail to understand they just look at the age gap and they're like oh my goodness it's such a big issue And then they start forgetting that there's a legal opportunity to do such because the law allows it. And yes, maybe the law isn't entirely perfect. Maybe it's not entirely good at making good justifications and deciding on whether some shit should happen or not. But just because your moral ideologies are against it doesn't mean that it's wrong like people usually like to forget that there's moral ideologies concepts and ethics and there's legal ones because legally speaking from the minute you clock 18 you're pretty much free to go and do your own thing within the bounds of the law you know your freedoms your rights are all good and everything within the bounds of the law but morally speaking if you go for someone who's 18 and you're like 53 then there's a pretty big question mark to put there. If you're a 26-year-old going for a 54-year-old or, you know, you've been approached by a 54-year-old, then it suddenly seems okay because there it looks like you're a properly, fully grown, mature adult and shit. But when you look at the age difference or at least the age gap between a 26-year-old and say even a 40-year-old and say a 28-year-old and an 18-year-old, The 26 and the 40 have a much bigger age gap than the 18 and the 28. But suddenly, the 28 and the 18 are suddenly the ones that are being looked at and the 28-year-old is the predator. Like, that shit's never made sense for me. This is part of the reason why I find a lot of people on the internet will have very illogical ways of thinking. Because at the end of it, you know, if, if you were to treat it the exact same way people treat the LGBT movement, then I think most of us would be happier, because when you actually think about it, the people who are pro-LGBT, the people who are a part of the LGBT, will always talk about, you know what, love is for everyone, love everyone, you know, we're all love, and just let us do our thing, because we're in love, but suddenly, they spot someone who's 19, and someone else who's 30, and they're suddenly like, oh my goodness, they're a predator, nah they shouldn't be doing that why is that person a predator the other person is a victim and they're being groomed like what the fuck like this is the logic that i never really subscribed to but anyways in concluding when i clocked 18 i got a message from a friend of mine from high school called david david if you hear this mad shout out to you And I don't even know how the hell he found out that I'd clocked 18. Maybe Facebook or some shit. Anyways, he shot me a text and the text actually read, Happy birthday, Denver, and congratulations. You're now officially able to be classified as a pedophile. And much as I wasn't dating anyone at that point in time, much as it was all funny and shit because it was a joke, it's one of the few things that I've never really forgotten. Because ever since then, I've become very mindful of who it is that I get to be with because I would not want to be called a paedophile. I would not want to be identified as a quote unquote sex predator. So if you decide to play along the lines of 18 plus, you're perfectly okay. Yes, the age difference might seem a little bit weird. Yes, the age difference might sometimes make people look at you a little bit differently. But the thing is, just the same way the LGBT people will always talk about love and you know everyone deserves love and shit then I think y'all also deserve your level of love as well. So please, by all means, if you feel like you dating a 30-year-old and you're 18 or 19 seems okay, then do you. You're legally allowed to do so. If you're one of those people that's catching a feeling and calling someone else a predator, just because they don't sit well with your ideologies doesn't mean that they're suddenly wrong. Like shit, people have said that shit about the LGBT community, which you probably support, and you were the one that was saying that everyone deserves love, like shit, why don't you let the people who seem to be okay with their relationship, who aren't held at gunpoint, also enjoy their version of love as well. But anyways, I wanna know your thoughts on this, do you feel like I'm being too predatory if I'm thinking like a predator, or is this just a matter of people who have a difference in ideology? Send your thoughts, send your comments, send that feedback to the IG. At Break Time on West Side is the handle. On Facebook, it is also at Break Time on West Side. The DMs on Twitter are also open. At Bagaka the D is the handle. The B and the D are capital. The Minisodes resume next week. So there's not going to be any battle of the sexes till about, what, 20th of October? But either way, I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.